This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. My name's Greg Abbott and you're listening to the Blue Army podcast. Enjoy. My name is Maddie Robson. My name is Chris Miller. My name is Paul Anderson. My name is Mark Boyd. Hello, my name is Derek Combs and I listen to the Blue Army Podcast. My name is Toby Show Silva and welcome to the Blue Army Podcast. No, like that's that's you. You always kind of like it's like a weird thing, isn't it? To try and think like how long can you leave it before it feels rude to actually send a message because it could just be a genuine mistake, yeah. isn't it? Like it was today, but yeah. it's like you know, do you give them ten minutes? Do you give them fifteen minutes? Do you give them like how long is it before it's like not rude to like prompt someone? <laughs> <laughs> um, so I decided ten minutes was it, and we're twelve minutes. You know, so it only took two minutes after you realised you was you know. You'd logged yourself yeah. out of your Instagram. It happens, it happens. Mm-hmm. I've been redoing socials and stuff this week as well, like finding out passwords for the accounts I haven't used in years and all that kind of stuff. That's been fun. That's been fun. Um, right, I'll uh, well, I'll catch up the sort of viewers on uh, sort of what happened last week. Obviously, we had this episode planned for last week and things didn't really come together. As a lot of listeners know, um, I well, I used to work at Brunton Park, unfortunately, uh, due to like, a bit of a disagreement with my boss, or a long-standing in disagreement with my boss i've been given the old dirty elbow um we don't need to go in details about it today uh, i'm pretty sure i've got a 20 minute rant uh when I, after a day at work when i got involved with my boss that i've got saved somewhere um so if i really you know if if uh if people if people really want to know sort of like how i felt then and sort of like how i feel now then i guess like you know give us a comment or something but it feels really self-indulgent for me just to like talk about me and my work situation without people actually wanting to hear about it so if, if anyone's actually interested because i know a lot of listeners know that i worked at Brunton park if anyone's actually interested in hearing the tales then uh there's there's a certain there's a certain version that i'll be able to tell without treading on any sort of like legal um foot shells but i will say that everything's <laughs> sort of like fine between there was nothing between me and the players and it was nothing between me and like the coaching staff anything on the football inside of things it was very much to do with the fact that like the the company that I worked for was subcontracted uh to feed the players basically so it was my boss of that subcontract it had nothing to do with uh anyone at the club necessarily but unfortunately lads it does mean that I don't get to see haggis every day oh no I mean surely you're still getting the wiretaps. Is Haggis not doing wiretaps for you anymore? No, Haggis Haggis has disowned me. He hasn't he hasn't got me a wiretap. He really hasn't. Um I'm gutted. I'm gutted. Um I mean we'll see. We'll see if there's a uh, you know, maybe if I bump into him in the beehive or something He's next run week, out of there accents. might <laughs> <laughs> there might be there might be something there might be something next week. There might be something next week. Um but I, I I mean like uh, I I haven't seen him at all this week, so there hasn't been uh, there hasn't been any recording given over. Um, so unfortunately, nah. we haven't got that to kick things off with. Uh, but we'll kick things off how we always do. I'll do it properly. Oh, Rita Maras, how's it going? And welcome back to the Blue Army Podcast. This is of course episode one hundred and fifty. And I am absolutely buzzing to be joined by the two men I love to call the Cumbrian Brain Trust. That's right. I'm talking about Wills and Liam. Welcome back, hey. lads. Enjoy your break. 
Yeah. Yeah. Spot on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, like Liam, yeah. Liam, you you've used it quite wisely. You've went away and done a bit of pre-season scouting for us. You were at oh, Allen, yeah. weren't you? And 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 then you were at Gretna. So you've gone over the border twice, haven't you? No, I was at Gretna. I wasn't at Annan. Ah, uh, fair enough. I had, fair I had enough. a ticket. I had a ticket for Annan, but uh, something came up and I couldn't go last minute. Uh... So. It happens, yeah. but Will, you went to you went to some kind of festival this weekend. Oh yeah, a, I thought you were going to festival. say you went. And uh, I was going to say I didn't go to watch. Yeah, I was at a lovely festival in Workington instead of What's going to Annan. Rivendell. Rivendell Festival. Oh, it's a secret, festival. so you can't really plug it for next year's ticket sale. <laughs> well, it's called Secret Festival. They've got a Facebook page about it, so ah, not that secret. <laughs> one of those in the know kind of secrets. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. Fair well, enough. Well, we... Secret. <laughs> we are we are try uh, we're going to try and kick things off or pick things up uh where we where we left off on the last episode obviously i've explained our sort of week's hiatus and uh, that was a bit of a downer so that means lads it's time for a bit of an up and at this time of the show we've got traditions to pick up our spirits and that means it's time for one thing and one thing only it's time for the blue army podcast joke of the week is he having a laugh I think he's trying to. It's the Blue Army Podcast. Joke of the week. Right, boys, gloves are off. Here we go. Let's have a go. What do you call a dog with no legs? I don't know. What do you call a dog with no legs? Doesn't really matter because he's not coming, is he? Hey! <laughs> ah, see the gloves are off now, lads. I don't have to be nice to anyone now. I'm gonna be ditching all the play. Gonna be you know, ditching all the players, saying what I really think about the performances. Gloves are off now. Things are gonna get darker on the podcast these days. Darker jokes, darker comments. Was that a darker criticisms. joke? Yeah. Uh, I mean, dark, darker than normal. Yeah. <laughs> it will ease like the transition. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. All right. We'll ease the transition. We'll ease the transition. Uh, but uh we'll we'll uh, we'll kick things off this week as we uh, as we normally do after the joke of the week. We're gonna hand things off to one of the uh, lovely capable Cumbrian brain trust lads. Uh, we'll kick off this week with Liam. Um normally you do a bit of a rumor mill uh, for us. Uh, there hasn't been a lot. Um, although I have seen a name popping up, uh, Jepcott or something. I, I don't know if you have any information. Jepcott. Oh, Jepcott. He's signed to I, someone. Yeah, oh, gone. is that gone? Yeah. Ah, well, well we, don't need, yeah. we don't need to, we don't need to cover that, I suppose. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, um, you know, because the, because the transfer rumors were a bit dry and, uh, you know, you were sort of crumbling around for straw, uh, things to come up with basically, um, We'll let you do a bit of a match report on your lovely trip across the border to Gretna last night, where Carlisle won seven nil. So, uh, I mean, how 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 was your evening? How did you enjoy it? And what did you think of Carlisle's performance? What do you think we're going to get out of uh, a seven nil journey to? Uh, I mean, what league are they in? Sunday, Saturday, Friday? Oh um, God knows, nothing, nothing <laughs> close to professional. Anyways, <laughs> it was, I enjoyed it. It was a good day all round. It's the first time I've driven on the motorway, anyways, so uh, it was nice to get up north to Scotland. Uh, but yeah, it was a. Uh, it, it's as good as it can be, but you can't really judge players too much on a trip to Gretna. Like the player that impressed me the most was Jordan Gibson, mm-hmm. not just because of his like because he scored an absolute worldie, but it it was even before then he was having a really good game. And from what I've heard from people who did go to Annan. He impressed there as well. Gretna, uh, Gretna's the same story. Jordan Gibson just looks a lot sharper than the rest. Um, Sam Lavelle was left out of the squad. I don't know if that's due to an busy, injury. No, he was busy um, sorting out his affairs. Right. To so move you, to Carlisle, right, yes. Yeah. Sort of uh, moving up. Yeah, Gavin Skelton said in his post-match interview that yeah, he was just busy with stuff to do with that. Okay, good. But the other new silent, uh, Dylan... Liam, how would you pronounce this? Because you've got you've got a knack for mispronouncing <laughs> players' names. In my head, before I say it, what do you think? I, 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 you know, I've got a comic flair as well too. When I like to mispronounce players' should names, should we all say it at the same time on three? Yeah, that's we... a good idea. Yeah. Go on, go on. Three, three, two, two one. McGoof. <laughs> Me and Will said the same thing. Yeah, McGoof. Uh, I I it McGoof. <laughs> What guff? Why guff? No, McGuff. McGuff. Guff. I mean, do you know from? Oh, I mean... I'm just assuming because Magooch just sounds weird. I mean, no, no, doubt... 
<laughs> no doubt James Phillips will ask him the first opportunity he gets because we know that's something that Phillips likes to do. Is so, Sam, <laughs> how do we pronounce your name? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sounds about right. I'm gonna say Magooch, but you can say McGuff if you want the crime dog. What <laughs> whatever he's called. Uh, yeah, he had a bit of a sort of weird game. He, you know, he gave the ball away a lot, which I noticed, but at the same time, he also pulled off some absolutely incredible passes, like stuff that players we have we already have can't really do like that sort of sees a player out wide sprays it out wide an absolutely fantastic pass and it's one of them things that no matter what opposition you're up against that's a really difficult thing to do the kind of passing he was pulling off what sort of players drift out wide because uh, we you know really stick the wing with backs. the 3-5-2 yeah so it's just yeah. going to be armour or um, did did Robinson um, play in that position? Yeah, Robinson did. scored, he scored, didn't he? Didn't he got yeah, forward yeah. enough to score. Yeah, because it was like strange that of... first half because we had four fullbacks on the pitch. You could yeah. argue we had what, what, Robinson, Armour, Killsby, who's played left back, and um, Jack Ellis as well. Who, but I think they 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 swapped who was at centre back and who was at full back between both sides, sort of interchangeably. Yeah. Um, just at different points that half. It would make sense to play some of them second half instead, but but no, but yeah, uh, points arm was out wide, Pouts Robinson was out wide, um, and they liked to target the left hand side, Carlisle, and that friendly. Yeah, they, they, they pushed a lot along the left, which was Robinson and Armour's side, depending on who decided to drift yeah. out wide. I mean, uh, that's where play... Robinson got that goal from. Mm, so he didn't play many games for his last season, Robinson, but one of the kind of bright points of kind of games where he did come on is where he actually came on and was pushed forward as more of a winger and looked quite threatening in that position. So um I guess it sounds like we're gonna see a player with you know some good sort of attacking potential. Yeah that's what he is. I think he's just like that it's sort of attacking fullback sort mm. of left sided midfielder sort of thing. Uh they played Taylor Charters out wide on the left uh, in the second half, which I don't really like seeing him play that side of the pitch, but I, I much prefer him through the middle. But at the end of the day, that they like to just put it out wide to the full-backs, and it seems to be a full-back system. I thought it was really yeah. interesting watching Jordan Gibson to see where he played him, but he liked to put him in that sort of attack and midfield role that we saw him at the start of last season. Whereas yeah. I thought he might have tried him as that sort of like drifting wide player, but no, he, he was dead central. Yeah, look, we just we just racked up the goals. Uh, he doesn't fill me with much confidence. He didn't do anything wrong, but he seems very hectic, very like sort of flaily with his stuff. Like he, he looks like he panics a little bit on the ball. Um, but at the end of the day, he didn't do much wrong. Um, Can we remember his name? I don't think it's been revealed who his name is. Oh, it's, it's not been revealed by the club. It's not. It's, it's not. Known. Yeah, yeah. It's not the American <laughs> guy. Remember, That's all I know. It's not the American one. No, it's the other guy. Because um, I know the striker is um, something Walker or uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he he played as well. Uh, he didn't really do anything wrong. Didn't really do anything to. Did he get on the goals? Did he get on the score sheet? Because I know he scored against Dannon. Scored against Dannon. Didn't score against uh, yeah. Gretna. But he did play. But yeah, that's that's about it. Um, no real massively negative performances. But Jordan Gibson, I think, is the real standout of preseason so far. I think if he keeps up like he is at the minute, he'll definitely be starting the season in the midfield. And that's it. That's saying a lot coming from me because I haven't been Jordan Gibson's biggest fan in the past, but. He has had a really good start to preseason. Oh, um, obviously with the competition that's going to be in that, you know, in those positions. Yeah, exactly. It's good to see the Gibsons, you know, looking like he's going to fight for it. Um, Jaden Harris had, you know, has had a, has, has had a run out. Uh, yeah, that's a good point. That to be fair, because he he did sort of impress me as well. Like I, Jaden Harris hasn't really done too much, but. And you look at the response on Twitter as well. He's, he's done a really good interview recently where he says he wants to stay and he wants to fight for his place. I think he, he did everything right. He's been given that number 16 shirt, which I quite like. Um, maybe we'll see something different from Jaden Harris this season, but he he had, a, he had a very good game in the midfield in the second half against Dan. Uh, Gretna, Gretna, sorry. Yeah. Other ones are the two uh, graduates, or, well, um, Kai Nugent and then so obviously Romeo Park is still yeah Romeo Park still, got like, play, they play well yeah they both, both of them play they, very yeah. well actually yeah very well reminded to be fair uh, Kai Nugent especially stuck out to us he was just out wide he 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 was a weird one because he was meant to be in the midfield but he kept sort of 
drift out wide. Like when we got into that attacking positions where we were just passing about on the edge of the box, he seemed to come a bit more wide than the rest of them. And it was like a, he always did it every single time he got the ball. But he would try these little step overs, and the uh, the uh, Gretna fullback just could not keep up with him whatsoever. And it, it, it he quite embarrassed him at times. Um, little Kai Nugent because he's he's a very small man, <laughs> uh, but but he did he did really impress Kai Nugent. So successful journey over the border, you'd say, Liam. Yeah, all in all, uh, well, a lot easier than Annan apparently, but yeah, <laughs> it's gonna be. They're just not. They're just not on a level, are they? It's, it's just a fitness test, really. Have a look. You're not going to learn anything from the trialists unless they have an absolute howler in games like that. Really, mm. um, it, the, yeah. the opposition's too weak to really learn. I wonder anything. if they've maybe done it just because it part of the Lewis Bell loan deal sort of thing. Like, will do you take Lewis Bell off our hands for half a season and we'll give you a pre-season friendly at the start of next season? It does like, do that, good it... for the... Yeah, I mean, it does do well for the clubs that we and do. And a thousand people gone down there as well, yeah. It's a nice little ground them. as well, you know. It, it's better than, like, Penrith and that that we went to last season. They've yeah. got a good seat but... stand. It's it, it's a nice ground. Good ground as well. Same. Yeah. It is the same um, previous Gretna had in the, it might be. You, may, you may be right. I don't know. Yeah. It's it's got the same name anyway. No, but there's just one <laughs> sort of good seat, a stand right behind the goal where I was at, and I thought that's that's a better stand than any of the work in Reds stands. But it's kind of just that, and the rest yeah. of it's just standing around this standing by the pitch. But yeah, nice large grounds. Um, since, um... good food as well. Yeah. I mean, since 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 we're on the subject of Gretna anyway, uh, it's a weird one, weird story, but I'll tell you. It's my next-door neighbour, who's been renovating the house next door, um, he, I, I basically, we got into a conversation. He's seen the football shirts that I've got behind me hanging in the window yeah. from behind, and he's been asking about football shirts and stuff. And, you know, I've got a reputation. I've got that Corinthian shirt. Like, I like I like to pick up... I've got, I've got, like, a Birmingham shirt from 95 that I've been selling on eBay. And um, so he got talking to us about Remembabilia, and um, he gave us this little naughty number uh, to sell for him. It's the uh, Gretna shirt from... It's the away shirt from the only season that they were in the <laughs> Scottish Premier League. It's match-worn, and it's signed by Uruguayan International. Um, what's that? Jan, Jan Torono? Jan Torono? Jan Torono. Jan Torono, yeah. So it's, ma- yeah. it's match-worn, <laughs> and, and, and it's signed. And uh, there'll be a link to the, my eBay account in the description. Uh, <laughs> 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 That's such a weird thing to have, like, isn't it? But like, uh, there's loads of stuff in there because um, Skelton, uh, Gav Skelton, actually played for Gretna during um, like this season, the SPL season, and the season before that. And there's mm. a couple of like programs that have been signed by Gav Skelton that he's given us. He's given us a whole load of random stuff, like uh, do you know, like the the, the store-bought trucks and stuff. Gretna have got their own yeah, version, yeah. Um, so he's given us like a couple of collectible trucks as well. I'm going to take them down uh, to some kind of auction here. But if you're interested in old school football shirts there'll be a link to my uh, ebay account in the description to this episode um i've lost my page lads where are we up to liam thanks very much for your match report mate really appreciate yep. it we'll get things back on track now though as we hand over to wills with the part of the show where we all get to find out what's been happening here what's been happening there in the League One Roundup with Wills. Come on, Wills. Let's have it, okay. mate. Okay. Got um five five bits and I'll 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 kind of like bring you a bit of news, but I want to put it, you know, to you lads and see what you think about these. So as we go through them one in turn. Um just a little bit more about Reading. Uh, we've talked about them quite a lot. They haven't been deducted any oh, they have been deducted points. Um other might be, I don't know, there might be. I think it's still suspended. But um they've got a winding up petition to be heard in August. Um they're owned by a Chinese business tycoon who quite reclusive. Um they they could be in a bit of trouble. They've not really they've been doing a bit of business. Um they still haven't signed Theo Walcott. But um, still for? linked with him. I mean, they haven't been <laughs> they haven't been paying their players, and you know, not the first. So I mean, they've been signing kind of like former England internationals when they can't even play the players. Young as well. Yeah, why not? Why um, 
So I mean, in Arts Reading, um, if 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 anything more firm comes of this, I'm sure we'll have more to talk about. But just keep a watching brief on that. Uh, <laughs> the other potential, I mean, I say a club in turmoil. They're in turmoil according to their own fans, and perhaps uh, quite a surprise to Carlisle fans to hear that Shrewsbury fans are very down on their club at the moment. Obviously, uh, Feeney went there citing ambition. Uh, At the moment, he's the only player that they've signed so far in this transfer window. Um, they're not happy with that. Um, obviously, they don't kind of like necessarily see how good a, p- a player Feeney could be. Uh, to them, he's just a player that was in League Two. But they've actually lost their captain, and um, it, it was their captain and player of the year, um, centre back, so a player in Feeney's position, uh, turned down a deal with them and has gone to sign for Wickham. They've got all this kind of Possible trouble behind the scenes with um, the manager, uh, Steve Cottrell, having left because of some kind of differences with the way they run. And they've gone out and they've got a director of football. And now they've got a head of recruitment as well. Right. So Jobs for got, the boys, it sounds like. It's. I mean, it's, it's like, I would say Feeney's a good signing for them, but I mean, they've signed one good defender but lost one um i don't know is this gonna look like a bad decision by morgan feeney because you know if you ask any shrewsbury fans what their hopes and expectations are for the season coming it's certainly not to challenge up at the top end of the table they've got an untested manager a head coach who's coming with experienced coaching players but not managed before so um you know presumably like a lot of clubs do, the director of football is supposed to guide them. I think we can probably say that's not really happened. Feeney knows firsthand how messy that can be. <laughs> so that's Shrewsbury. And the other club that um, I'm briefly going to touch on is Blackpool because former Carlisle player Jerry Yates has left Blackpool to go to Swansea. Oh, good move for him. And um, Kyle Joseph coming the other way in a swap deal. Um, but it's Kyle Joseph plus 2.5 million. He's a striker, isn't he, Kyle Joseph? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So like for like, kind of. Yeah. He's a lot younger. He's not like 20 Jerry. years old. Um, I've so got he's... him on my football manager save at the moment, Joseph. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> In non-league uh, minds. 21, yeah. He's, he's been under 21 uh, caps for Scotland. So, you know, they've potentially got a decent replacement for him. Um, m- Moving on to more off-the-pitch things, and these are certainly things I want to get your views on. FA Cup rule changes from next season. FA Cup replays. Um... This is next season now, 24-25. Yeah. Not th- yeah. So 23-24 is now this season. So 24-25, um, FA Cup replays will be scrapped and rounds one, two, and three will be played midweek. This is because the Premier League teams are complaining about fixture con- fixture congestion. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it means you know, no more hanging on for a draw and then Taking you know, back to your get, getting a money spinning replay mm. uh, midweek as well. So, it means that you're kind of you know, you know, this is clubs at our level are going to be losing out a lot of money from this, yeah, yeah, they're killing a lot of the FA Cup, like that. The, the, the whole thing with the FA Cup is the little boys and the big boys, it's like you know, it's. It's one of those competitions that makes you fall in love with football when it's it's one of your first memories as a young fan seeing your team play against a bigger boy in, in, in the FA Cup at home with a big crowd or something. And you know, you, you're taking those opportunities away from young fans. It's gonna yeah. take a lot of the a lot of the sort of like romance away. That's the word I was trying to find. The romance well, away from the FA Cup. 
Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, and you know, just coming back to money as well. The F, you know, the it's the Premier League clubs that are complaining about fixture congestion, but then there's the, been then anything said. And... Because you know they they're all talking about like Premier League money trickling down, trickling down, trickling down, all that kind of stuff. Is is that yeah. you know what I mean? Is that is that a caveat of that? Like you know, nah. like if it's not a financial side of things, if we end up like you know what I mean? I'm not bothered about the financial side of things if, as long as that's being compensated for in one way or another with a trickle down effect. But there's no talk of compensation. No, it's just it's just another way to shop just, the smaller clubs, isn't it? Just Premier right. League, yeah, just Premier League teams getting what they want without a thought yeah. in the world to anyone else outside the Premier League. I hate that argument as well, you know, the fixture congestion thing, as if they don't play, what is it, we play 46, they play 38 games in a season. Yeah. You know, they're, they're already I mean, playing, what, eight games more, uh, eight games less than us. And yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's mainly the teams... One more cup tournament. One more yeah, it's cup mainly tournament the teams well. that are in European <laughs> yeah, competition, yeah. and then they'll well, we've just got the, go we've and got the add Papa more rounds. Yeah, they'll just go and add more <laughs> rounds to the Champions League, probably. Oh, look, got... Exactly, that's planned. That's confirmed as well, isn't I it? Mean, they're, the... they're moving that up for a minute. There's now going to be more teams in the Champions League and more teams in the Europa League. Yeah, oh, I, I mean, they're all, you know, all the big teams. Well, the, you know, the big six are in America this summer for a, a little mini league with, like, um, Man City, Man U, Liverpool, Arsenal, Tottenham, Chelsea... Um, and Wrexham. Yeah, Wrexham. I thought it was. I didn't want to say it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Wrexham are going to that. But yeah, it's like a mini Premier League tournament in the USA. So they're, you know, they're creating their own fixture congestion. And then, you know, they do stuff like this when, you know, to try and ease it to it. It's, you know, it's going to cost smaller teams a lot of money. Yeah, I mean, moving the midweek will do a lot of damage. Yeah. yeah. Um, and got the half more... some clubs' attendances that just yeah. midweek. Imagine you get Liverpool or something in, you know, in 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 the in the third round, and you've got to play it on a Tuesday night. You know, you lose like a good portion of your yeah gate receipts that way. And and they're the games that make smaller clubs a lot of money. Like when we got Everton at Brighton yeah. Park, imagine they decided to play that on a Tuesday night. It just ruins it because a lot more people can't make it, especially mm. when you've got like, um. The away, you know, when you're away to one of the bigger clubs, yeah, yeah. then you, you know, you're kind of looking at a big payday because you get half the gate receipts and it's half the gate receipts at Old Trafford or Stamford Bridge. So, if you know that gets moved to a Tuesday night, then you know that's taken thousands off the gate, probably. Yeah, it's big money, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, and you know, in more news about how little the powers that be care about lower league, um. ITV are cutting back on their League Highlights show. They're keeping Hugh Woosencraft and Jules Breach as the uh, presenters. They're doing away with pundits. Mm-hmm. Not that I think right. Dean Ashton adds very much. No, it's gonna uh, be it's um, gonna be like you've been framed that is now, you know, just Harry Hill doing, doing a voiceover. That's all that's what it's yeah. gonna be. It's gonna be like a clip show, yeah. That's it's it's just gonna be, gonna be... It, it, yeah, it is just going to be goals and some managerial interviews. So, and it's 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 just going to be an hour long now. Yeah, no studio, right. no frills, just clip after clip with a bit of a bloody monotonic. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. It, you know, I'm hoping though, because obviously you know Sky and that they they've bought all the rights to the to the you know the football league. Maybe they're going to compensate by doing a you know. Uh, a YouTube version highlights better than what we've seen before. Like I'm, I'm hoping there'll be some kind of comeback. Yeah, it's just important for you know for um the, you know the lower league to have more of a profile because all stuff like this does is drives more fans into the arms of the Premier League, which is what Very they true. want, isn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is that all of us for Wills. That is, yeah. That's all of it. That was beautiful, man. Thank you very much. We got to find out what's been happening here. What's been happening there in the league? One roundup with Wills. Nicely done, Wills. Um, I'll plow on with some more Carlisle United-related news, as we've already sort of touched on there. Carlisle have been on a bit of a sign-in spree uh, during our hiatus. Uh, Not as many as a lot of fans would like, but yeah, we've brought in 
Uh, a centre-back in the shape of Sam Lavelle and a central midfielder called Dylan, we're saying Magooch. That's what we're saying. Uh, we're saying Magooch. Now, Liam, I know you've covered this on your YouTube uh, channel, uh, so you've got a bit of analysis on these two players. So, Will, I'll let you sort of jump in first with uh, your first thoughts on... Um, Magooch. Uh, what, what do you know about him and how do you think he's going to be able to fit into the midfield? So well, I know he's a defensive midfielder, uh, Forest Green Rovers player of the season and the, the Forest Green Rovers fans were pretty disappointed to lose him, although they said they were hoping that he might stay. So I think they were expecting him to leave, uh, to go to uh, a bigger club, a League One club. So you know, I don't know much about him, but from what I've heard from uh, fans of other League One clubs, and particularly Forrest Green, he's a good signing. Um, he was, he, he, you know, he was, he was one of the better players in his position in the league last year. So, you know, seems like a bit of a statement signing from us, maybe. Yeah, you know, twice capped for Scotland as well. So it's nice to have uh, an international back amongst the ranks. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, we're in League One again. So maybe we'll start seeing a few peppered internationals like we used to, you know, the Simex, the Lubos, uh, the Murphys, the all collected caps uh, before or during their time at Carlisle United. Liam, um, what do you think about Dylan Magooch? If anything, Will hasn't really said. And then um, how do you think Sam Lavelle's going to fit into that back line? Uh, yeah, Will's pretty much uh, covered Dylan, but yeah, again, he's, I think it's worth noting that he's played for Celtic and Rangers, which is just absolutely mental to me. That's just not something he you never, do, is He it? never made a senior appearance for Rangers, though. He didn't, but it's still traitorous, you know. But... Yes, true. It's very traitorous. <laughs> <laughs> just as long as he doesn't go to Hartlepool or something, he's all right with us. But uh... <laughs> but yeah, Sam Lavelle is an interesting one for me. He was very, very good at Markham. He got them promoted. He was their captain. He was a really young captain. I think he was only about 22, 23 at the time of that season. Um, Which is, you know, you know that's, that's massive. As a leader, he's almost like our Morgan, what Morgan Feeney was last year. You know, similar age, similar type of player, and that's exactly what he is. He's a he's a Morgan Feeney replacement. We have got a like for like Morgan Feeney replacement, but um, didn't really impress too much at Charlton. I think injuries have hindered him a little bit, but you know, if Morgan finds anything to go off, he's an absolutely fantastic player. He plays on the right hand side of that back three. I'd imagine. Um, so I imagine we'll play with a Lavelle Huntington. Mellish back free, and I think he'll slot into it nicely. From what people have said about him playing at um, Annan, I didn't go to it, but he, you know, he, he apparently he played quite well there. Uh, and yeah, he, he's still twenty six, still got room to improve. Nice little sign in there, especially on a free. Which I think was he on a free? I think he was on a free, wasn't he? Uh, he was on yeah. a free, yeah. After being released by Charlton, he had a bit of an unsuccessful loan spell uh, at Burton. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Picture the scene. All of your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And Albion, but like you said, injuries have played yeah. a big part. Oh, yeah, last... I was going to say, it was cut short by injury, but an Albion. Injuries have played a big part in his last 12 months of his career and hopefully there'll be some kind of resurrection for him. I think they're both good signings, lads. I do. Um, I think they're both positive signings and I rate both of them. And if this is the calibre of signing that we're bringing in to the team, I think we're going to be building quite a strong squad. Um, someone else who we managed to sign during our little hiatus is Ben Barkley. That's right. The Bradford City uh, playoff 
semi-final hero uh, goal scorer. And uh, like you said, you know, we've just spoken about Sam Lavelle. Uh, Liam, you've already kind of uh, just sort of made your mind up there thinking that that's going to be your back three. Uh, Will, do you think Ben Barkley's came back to sit on the bench or do you think he, he's going to be uh, getting pushed into that back three a bit more? I think he'll have a shout, really. Um, I mean, uh, position-wise, him and Lavelle, you know, are going to be in competition um, where, you know, they're both kind of right-sided centre-backs. You know, we're kind of saying that we think that Lavelle's probably the most likely to start the season or, you know, uh, Lavelle with Hudson Mellish. Could be wrong. It could be Barkley. Um, You know, I don't think uh, Barkley and, you know, Barkley or Whelan are are going to be too far behind if they're not in the starting lineup, but you know, and there's you know there's going to be chances as there were last season for them to uh, to come in and establish themselves. And Whelan had quite a good spell last season when um, Feeney was injured. Uh, you know, Barkley's had a good run in the squad as well. And we all want to see Killsby try and make a breakthrough as well. So, I mean, like what we can really say, lads, after sort of like summarising the news and the new signings coming in is that we're really well covered in the central midfield position and we're really well covered across that back three position at the moment. Um, So, like fingers crossed for some strikers coming in very, very soon. Obviously, we'll talk about and tout about some of the targets that we've managed to sort of like come up with uh, towards the end of the show. In other Carlisle United related news, John Mellish has signed a three-year contract. Liam, what does this mean to you? I love John Mellish so much. I, <laughs> I, I was so, so happy. You know, there was a part of me, it wouldn't make sense from a financial point of view, but there was a part of me that wanted him to sign more, a contract more than Owen Moxon, just because I love... Just He's so funny to watch. He's the only sort of box-to-box centre-back in the world. Um, <laughs> and I feel like, because he's played for a good few years and he's wore... Three different shirt numbers now. Um, yeah, look, I think he'll be here for them three years and then some. You know, he's, he's making a real case for himself being a Carlisle sort of legend. You know, I wouldn't be surprised in 20 years' time I see him playing for Carlisle United Legends alongside uh, what 60 year old Chris Lumsden or something. You know, it, it, it's, it's, it's going to be nice to see. <laughs> Oh, geez, that's a bit harsh and lummy. He's not that old. <laughs> In he 20 years' be. time, he will be. Yeah, he will be when uh, John Mellish is retired and playing for Carlisle Legends. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> um, in other news, uh, some Cumbrians were very successful uh, across the last week as they got their hands on the European Under-21s Championship trophy. I'm talking about Jared Branthwaite and James Trafford. James Trafford with some heroics in the dying moments of the game, saving a penalty for England to win. Um, congratulations to both of them. And it's put a big fat extra price tag on James Trafford so uh, fantastic news I think he's all, all but us. gone anyways hasn't he to Burnley yeah yeah, it looks like it's all it's all pretty much signed sealed and delivered I suppose but uh, yeah it's nice to know that it's uh, you know some it's all positive it's all positive and uh, you know we're producing yeah. some really good talent down here in Cumbria and the last little bit of news I've got to cover lads is uh, somebody was missing from those pre-season games at Annan oh my screen went dead then. <laughs> Somebody <laughs> was missing from those pre-season games at Annan and Gretna. I'm talking about friend of the show, Gabriel Breeze. Where was Gabriel Breeze, you might ask? Well, he was at Workington getting some work experience. That's right. He's been playing some pre-season football with Workington Reds. Um, I don't think he'll be able to technically play for Workington Reds during our f- like friendly against them. Um, and I don't think anything is... a really official about it at the moment. Um, So it's interesting. We'll see. But hopefully he's playing himself into a season-long or a six-month loan deal where he's going to get some vital experience. Lads, we've spoken about this before in the past. And uh, finally, a bit of um, progress being made on that front for him personally, for his career and for his development. So uh, goal positive news. All really good news this week, lads. Uh, Let's move on to uh, one of our games that we have here on the Blue Army podcast. It's time for the Blue Army bid it. That's right, gentlemen. I believe at this point it's uh, it's it's 2-0 to Will. 
No, Liam? one one it is, isn't it? So uh... he's done both of the counts, but I yeah. won the first one. That's true. That's true. It is one one. It is one one in the series. I should have gone back and checked it. It is one one in the series, lads. Your category this week, though, is Carlisle United players that wore the number ten jersey since two thousand and ten until the present day. There are fourteen names on the list, gentlemen, and um, I've just realised I don't have um, a watch on me. <laughs> so if you, uh, I'm just going to quickly scramble to uh, find the timer while you two. Ah, oh, well, at least of you guys have got a timer. Um, I've got a, I've got a timer now as well, so I'm all right. Um, so it's time for you two to start placing your bids. Uh, so Will, do you want to go first? How many number tens do you reckon you could name? Four. Four number tens is Will. <sighs> I'm so bad with shirt numbers. I don't even get. Um, oh, no, because I know Will's will get four. Um, <laughs> I hate this guy. It's like start low and he's already panicking. I know. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, yeah, no. I think I can do. I can do five. Will, I'm, I'm going to try for six. Okay, okay. Dave, I'll let you do one. six because oh, I can't do not... seven. Uh, I can't do <laughs> seven. I could have done five. He bottled it again. He's bottled it again. So will you bottled it? Yeah. If he gets it wrong, it's it's a <laughs> very true, very true. Right. So I've got me, I've got me trusty stopwatch. If sure you couldn't see anything, <laughs> and I'm gonna hit your timer. You ready, Will? Yeah. In three, two, one, and you're off. Jamie Devitt. Jamie Devitt. Yeah. Marty Robson. Marty Robson, yeah. Amari Patrick. Amari Patrick. Oh, forgot him. Um, um, I think of two more. I've only got two more to think of, and it's since 2010. So you've got all those. Uh, uh, <laughs> Chani Akangamani. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm glad you said it because I wasn't going to pronounce it. Um, you just need one more. Elias Sorensen. Uh, no, he's not on the list. No. Um, ten. It's quite a big one you're missing. Yeah, there will be. Um, uh, <laughs> Derek Asamoa. No, he was. No. Um, it was like 22, uh, wasn't he? Yeah. You've got a minute um, left, mate. Okay. Uh, I've got a minute to... Think of one. Um, oh, no, you've got... One, two, three. It... you got two. you got six. you got six to guess, I. Yeah, so how many have I got so far? Four. Okay. No, you've got two. Um, ten. Oh. It's hard when you're on the spot. It really is. I know. I've yeah, got a few as well. Constantly, now, but... constantly <laughs> thinking of the time. You bottle it too much. Um... <laughs> got thirty of... seconds left, mate. I'm trying to picture someone wheeling away number ten on his back. Uh, Chris Chandler. Did he wear number ten at any point? I think it was before 2010. I think. Ah. Uh, um. Uh, Billy Painter. Billy. Uh, no, he was number nine. No, not. Ten seconds. Um, ten, 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 ten. Reggie Lamb? No. Um, uh, unlucky Will, mate. Can I give it a go? I think I've got a couple more. Go on, I've got yours. Zach Clough. He Zach definitely Clough is a one, ten. yeah. Either Jerry Yater, Ashton Addison wore it, I think. Nadison, I'm pretty sure I've got on my list somewhere yeah, for finding yeah. Nadison, and then Alfie McCallman this year because he's been given the number ten. So well, I suppose I, I don't know if you'd allowed that. You could have. He might not have been. He's been wearing it in friendlies. You might not. Oh, Paddy Madden. Yeah, you could have had Paddy Madden. You could have had Bastian Herry. Um, you could have had Gavin Riley. Uh, you could have had Adam oh, Campbell, yeah. Gary Medine, Gary Dicker. Uh, yeah, Craig... I don't know. I don't... I don't Garys. know why Chani Akangamani was the one that came to mind. <laughs> yeah, that's, <laughs> a, that's a rogue one. I think it was like odd that 
you know, it's like it's only been given the number 10 shirts, and maybe that's what <laughs> yeah. stood out to me. <laughs> was like Matthew Matson was one of them as well. Uh, Nick Nicky Adams, Craig Rondon, oh. and yeah, Stefan Skugel. Oh, I, I should have got, I was thinking Stefan Skugel, but then I just got convinced myself he was number seven. Stefan Skugel as well. Right, lads, we'll plow on to uh, to our little bit of a scout report. And I don't know if you guys found it quite hard. We'll pick off where we left things off last week. Um, last week, I did say that if anyone's kind of popped up for you uh, in the positions that we covered last week, uh, you can bring it up now. So if you've got anyone you've forgotten about, gentlemen, you can just jump ahead and uh, dive a suggestion in there. Nothing? <laughs> nah, so we haven't so forgotten I. anyone, so we're going to plough straight forward. We'll go into the left wing position, um, which which is uh, not too bad. I've got two names on my list, and I'll, I'll, so I'll plough straight in. Uh, I've got Gary McStevens. Uh, he's 32 years of age. He's just been released by Hart. He scored nine goals in the SPL last season. And, um, yeah, if we're looking for experienced wide players that can chip in with a couple of goals, I think he'd be a really good suggestion. The other one is a lad called A.D. White, uh, who was a left-back earlier on in his career. And, uh, well, in the opposite direction of Gareth Bale, when he went from left-back to left-winger, he actually started dropping down the divisions. Um, and then he ended up at Rochdale, where he had a terrible season season and um, yeah you know he, he's a good defensive option he's he's pretty decent going forward and if he can resurrect as good as he was during his championship years at Leeds I think he'd be a pretty good option for the Cumbrians Liam do you have anyone on the left side uh, all mine are pretty much central strikers but Scott Banks who's at Crystal Palace at the minute he can play out wide on the left if you really want him to uh, on loan at Bradford last season I mean, we all remember him, don't we? He was, you know, he scored that really good goal or set up that really good goal when he absolutely skinned Paul Huntington. Uh, 21 years old, six games with uh, three assists last season. No, sorry, 29 games, six goals, three assists last season, and probably more realistic as a loan sign instead of a permanent deal. But again, I think I think these players are all going to have to play in a front two strike partnership instead of playing out wide on on the left. Uh, but Scott Banks one that can do both, whatever you want him to do. Yeah, uh, Wills, could you come up with any wingers at all? Um, I I didn't really look at wingers because of the system we play and the fact that we don't play wingers <laughs> and the yeah. fact that that's what. Yeah, that I mean, if we wanted the winger, we could have kept the Maori Patrick. Patrick. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you can always throw Maori Patrick's name in there, but uh, obviously it looks like he's he's pretty much off. Uh, we're not sure where he's signing for yet, but I'm sure that news will come out. Uh, the Hail Mary that I threw into the winger position was Jordan Ibe. Uh, he's been sort of like thrown out there in Turkey recently. And, uh, you know, he's one of those sort of like random players that sometimes gets suckered into a League One move because nobody else is biting in the championship or uh, anywhere else. And he just you just want to come back to England. So, I mean, it might be one of those. Uh, I don't know. Uh, Liam, do you have anyone on the right hand side? He was at Bournemouth. He would move from um, Liverpool. Like, it was like 15 million or something. I mean, I've got players time. for that can play on the right. Yeah, I've just got um, strikers. Thinking, I'm definitely thinking, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm definitely thinking of more forwards and goal scorers than, than wingers. But Yeah, um, Will, do you want to give us a goal scorer? Yeah. Um, Lewis Wing. Oh. <laughs> uh, released by Wickham after scoring nine goals in 44 games last season. Uh, he's... I just refresh that. Twenty-eight years old, um, attacking midfielder, uh, right-footed, um, the potential to play as a striker as well. Um, you know, one of these players that maybe that you know a few clubs might be looking at him. Um, I've certainly heard his name mentioned on tra- in transfer rumours rating to other clubs, but he's still without a club. It's from Newton Aycliffe. So, you know, maybe he's got family in this area that, you know, that, you know, we tend to kind of like sign a lot more players who have family in the northeast or or southern Scotland might be one to look at. That sounds good. Lewis Wing, Lewis Wing. I'll make a note of that one. That's nice. Liam, have you got any strikers? Yeah, slightly rogue one. Um, I, I don't know if he really is, no, but I'd say about a couple of years ago now, I went over to Ireland, went to a a Shelbourne match over there, and there was a player at the time who was who was only young. I think he was only nineteen at the time. Um, 
he impressed me while I was over there. And this season, he's having a really good season at Shelbourne now. It's Jack Moylan, uh, 21 years old now. Um, the Irish season plays during the summer, so it's only halfway through their season now. He's got six goals in 17 games, which it, it, it doesn't sound like he's absolutely tearing it up over there. But if you watch the highlights, like I do because I'm a weirdo, um, he always seems to be somewhat involved in every goal they score. Like He's always involved in the build-up somewhere or pulling off a, a a runner or something like that. He always seems involved and lively and he's still only really young as well. He's that sort of um, Ryan Edmondson type player that he'll score a lot of headers, big sort of physical centre forward, but still quite fast as well. I can see him coming over to the EFL at some point in his career. It, it's maybe more realistic as a January signing because that's when their season over in Ireland will probably about come to an end. Um but yeah, no, he's played every game this season. He starts every week at such a young age as well. Um, yeah, he, he probably wouldn't cost much any either. He's very much an outlandish one that I, I don't suspect we're even looking at. But he's someone that's impressed me anyways. And uh, <laughs> if, if Greg Abbott's listening to this, just have a little look at him. Get, get your videos up. Have a little look at Jack Moylan because he could be a bit of a wonder kid in the future. <laughs> have you got anyone else striker-wise? Uh, yeah. I'm Luke Armstrong from Harrogate. Uh, we'd have to buy him. And I, feel, I feel like we'd have to spend a bit of money on him, but he always seems to cause problems against us. 16 goals last season for a really struggling Harrogate team. Uh, still 26. We've still got time to improve. Uh, six assists as well. Yeah, but he'd have to get a haircut because I'm not supporting a player with that level of ponytail. Um, <laughs> then the last one, Jordan White, the Ross County striker. Again, not a free agent, so we'd probably have to pay a little bit for him. He's, he's 31, so I doubt he'll be too expensive. Scored 11 goals last season, and that's for a team that were at the bottom of the league for the majority of last season in Scotland. Quite realistic. Maybe maybe probably like to stay at Ross County. We've, you know, it's, 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 a, it's a fair bit away, but yeah, he's a decent striker. League one quality, in my opinion. He played for Barra a while ago and didn't really do much there, but he's had a really good few seasons at Ross County now, and I, I wouldn't mind seeing him picked up on the cheap okay um, I've got a lad called Sam Maguire 29 years old he was released by Coventry um, he was brought over from Ireland as a teenager by West Ham didn't really make it there uh, but as we all know like West Ham have a really good reputation of, of bringing through and spotting talent and um, you know he's, he's had a pretty decent career at championship and league one level he hasn't really gone below league one so um, I think that he'd be a really competitive option, pretty good. Um, I was kind of looking for outlandish replacements for Dennis as well. And uh, the two names that sprung to mind, one, the first one is a name that uh, came up before here. It's uh, Connor Wickham. Um, I don't know why. Uh, I just like when he was a youngster, I think I took a liking to him. And yeah, ever since then, Connor I just feel like... on my list as well. Yeah, I just feel like he just kind of like, he's never quite reached any where near the potential that was yeah. touted about him. And I think well, Simpson, had, go on. He, he had some injuries because he only played a few times in 21-22 and 20-21. But then seemed to came back last season, scored nine goals in 18 games. Forrest Green before then signing for Cardiff in the Championship. Didn't really come off of Cardiff and is now being released. Yeah, but, I feel like it, it. You know, it's it might be an expensive one, like because I think he's used to earning a fair bit of a chunk, and um, yeah, like you said, because of that nine goal in eighteen being quite recent, and he hasn't really been marred by injuries that much at uh, uh, Cardiff, from what I know, he's just been sort of like held out the squad. Manager doesn't necessarily fancy him. Maybe there was a change of management earlier on yeah, in the season. Know, like he just couldn't yeah. get back in the team again. One of those situations, but. The it'll in be, January and just... It'd be a big statement signing for us. It'd be a big statement signing for us. And um, it'd it give us a a crazy option up front, like something, yeah. else, something that we just don't have right now. Um, yeah, uh, so I've got him. Um, I've also got James Wilson uh, for the similar kind of like, you know, he's been around the block a few times and maybe he hasn't had a great time when he, he was at Salford for a little bit after he got released by Man United. Um, he's since been at Port Vale. 27 years of age now so he's, he's there's still legs there's still legs in the old dog um he's all he was always kind of played on the right or the left and i feel like he's always wanted to play through the middle so if he's given that opportunity as a part of a front two i think he might be able to flourish and do really well um and uh, the other two that i've got 
uh, from the conference. Uh, one of them scored 24 goals for Aldershot last season, in Othion. Um, I said that really quickly, so you can't correct me. <laughs> <laughs> It'll cost money. Um, but, you know, we've signed players from Aldershot before, Jaden Harris, for example. And so there's obviously a pre-existing relationship there between us and Aldershot. So maybe it might be a deal that we might be able to get across the line. And maybe even like a part exchange <laughs> deal, you know. There is a lot of competition at Carlisle right now. So there's no reason why, you know, we, we can't send Max Killsby down to Aldershot on a loan deal. Uh, that'll be a really good level for him. And, you know, it might be something that interests them. Um, but... And the other one was uh, he scored 20 goals for Weldstone last season. Uh, Reese Brownie, uh, he's 27 years of age and he'll cost money as well, but it's Weldstone. And if you can score 20 goals for, for them, then you've, you've done pretty good for yourself. Uh, Will, do you have anyone to round off yours? Yeah, um, so another player that's been linked with a few clubs in League One. So... This would be, you know, would be in competition to sign someone like this. Sam Smith um is left well he's is left Cambridge United after turning down a contract offer from them. So looks set to go somewhere else. Don't know where yet. Uh scored 13 goals in 45 games last season, uh, with three assists as well. 25-year-old striker, well thought of, a lot of clubs looking at him. Um, You know, another one like Dan Aguiar that we were talking about where, you know, he's you know, it's going to be a statement signing for someone. And then my kind of like wild one. So I, I think I might have mentioned him as a midfielder, but it seems like he can play everywhere. He can certainly play as a forward. Um, released by Blackburn after six years with them. Um, six years in which he scored... Diaz. Fi- what? Is it Diaz? No, 57 goals in 173 games and 28 assists for Blackburn. It's Bradley Dack. Ah, Bradley Dack. Been released, yeah, released by Blackburn. I'm not entirely sure why. Didn't score that many goals... Uh, I know. Uh, is this in in order? Yeah, he didn't score that many goals last season, but you know he's been one of their top players for a while. Um, you know maybe because he didn't score as many goals as he has been, uh, he's been released. Still only twenty nine. Will probably have considerable. I mean, he's probably going to go to somewhere in the championship, but. You know, maybe we can kind of like swing in Simo and work his magic and get Bradley Dak up here. Yeah, well, let's hope Simo and Greg can just start doing a bit more magic, bringing in a striker, mm. and uh, we'll get to talk about a few more signings next week here on the Blue Army Podcast. Before we wrap things up, lads, it's time to take care of a little bit of business at this time of the show. It's time for you two to go head-to-head once again in the big fat quiz of last season. That's right, lads. We'll pick things up. It was a 7-2 to Liam as things stand at the moment. And uh, I believe it's also Liam's <laughs> turn to pick if he wants a little bit from column A or a little bit from column B. But before you dive in, Liam, how confident are you feeling uh, ahead of this one with a 7-2 lead? Yeah, well, whatever happens, I'm still winning going into next week so <laughs> yeah yeah no I'm confident <laughs> I've got a good memory in uh in terms of last season so you know Will's Will's got the advantage on me when we look at the uh the sort of bid it games looking at past sort of players but if we're talking about just last Let's season I, think like, I, haven't been, I haven't been doing it <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, well, yeah. Well, I haven't done well, any. So you're far, winning, and, and you I'm haven't winning. done any yet. Just <laughs> <laughs> keep bottling it week after week, don't you? But well, you say bottling it, but I am winning. So it's, it's true. Work. No, it's true. It's true. Oh, well, uh, what, make you go next what's your week. tactic? What's your tactic uh, for a comeback victory here on the uh, the big fat quiz of last season? Get more right than Liam does. I mean, it's plain and simple, but it's a good tactic. <laughs> it'll, it'll stand you in good stead. It'll stand you in good stead if it's achievable. Right, Liam, it's time for you to pick a little bit from column A or a little bit from column B. Column B. Everyone likes going column B. 
Colin B. So, Liam, you're going to go first. Uh, we're going for a little bit from Colin B. Uh, so, we're going to kick off with things where we left off last time. So, we're in November, gentlemen. In November, who knocked Carlisle out of the FA Cup in the second round? It was... Oh, fuck's sake. I've done that thing where I forgot to write down the fucking answer. <laughs> it's okay. I'm sure you can look it up. I will. I will. Uh, I'll be looking it up. I think it was. Was that the League Cup? I'm not going to say who I think it was for the League Cup because I guarantee that the other answer will be the League Cup one for Wills. So, um, the FA Cup was Shrewsbury. <laughs> October. <laughs> I've gone past it. <laughs> well, so yeah, they scored them. Uh, yeah. yeah, we were winning, weren't we? And then they scored like two. It's three, annoying that because I've said Shrewsbury, and I know for a fact that Will's question is going to be who knocked them out of the League Cup. Knocked um, the League Cup earlier. <laughs> the, the League oh, Cup maybe, was in November. Maybe, yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, so in that game, mates, uh, Jamie Devitt picked up a nasty facial injury. What was it? A facial injury. Oh, I don't know. Um, a facial injury. A facial injury. Did he get a broken nose? It was a black eye, my friend. Okay. It was a black I, eye. I remember it, actually, because there was like a whole carry-on about it, wasn't there? There was. There was a full carry-on about it. Yeah, I thought that was one of the easier questions this week. That one of those, <laughs> was, was that the reason why we put in a complaint? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was all controversial, wasn't it? Like, it was like, oh, well, mm. no, we weren't happy that we got knocked out of the FA Cup for more reasons than just losing, basically. Um, yeah. On Boxing Day, Carlisle beat Bradford 1-0. Oh, yeah, but like we, you know, we've got to keep moving <laughs> forward. Start in November. Start in November, and then you know we move oh, into December, and then like... next week we'll pick things off in January. We're doing, we normally do two months at a time, or like one and a half months at a time. But yeah, on Boxing Day, Carlisle beat Bradford one nil. Who scored the winning goal? <laughs> Don't ask me these questions. Ah, oh, no, I'm going to get none. <laughs> Uh, I feel like it was one of their ex-players as well um, who played for them. Was it one of them dead good Callum Guy goals? It was a Paul Huntington header, I'm afraid, uh, mate. I wouldn't, I wouldn't have got it. I wouldn't have got it. Paul Huntington header. So you're staying on seven. Will, well, you've actually one, got a good one chance to catch one, up. There's one difficult one. There's always like an easy set as well, so... <laughs> hopefully I've got an easy yeah. set. Hopefully you've got a way to hopefully you've got a way to claw your way back in the uh, big fat quiz of the season. Uh-huh. So your first question, Will, obviously we'll start things off in November, as we did for Liam. In November, who did Carlisle beat in the FA Cup first round proper? Tramia. It was Tramia Wills. Well done. Well done, mate. So that's a big fat tick for Wills. Your second hey. question, Wills. Later in November, Carlisle were forced to close off an area behind the dugout due to an abusive behaviour from fans. But what team's manager had a coin thrown at him, which led to this complaint? Was it Leighton Orient? Oh, he's done it. God's sake. It was Leighton Orient. <laughs> well done, mate. Well done. Congratulations. Yay. And therefore, a clean sweep here for you, Wills. Yeah. Your last question is, just before Christmas, Ryan Edmondson dislocated his what? Shoulder. Oh, uh, God, I'd pick the hard questions. I'd have got all three of them. It <laughs> was it didn't, he got, like, it... didn't he get put off the pitch by one of the opposition yeah. players? <laughs> exactly sir well done you've managed to claw your way back into uh, some kind of Look a comeback Liam's face <laughs> he's gutted <laughs> he's absolutely gutted but you know you've still got a lead Liam it's still yeah. seven, uh, still 7-5 seven, seven, five. Five. are you still in the lead Will you've got an opportunity yeah. next week 
uh, to to uh, you know get yourself clawed in potentially yeah. into the lead if Liam has another stinker like he did <laughs> this week. <laughs> uh, but lads, it's been an absolute pleasure to play the big fat quiz of last season, and as always, lads, it's always an absolute pleasure to be joined by the Cumbrian Brain Trust here on the Blue Army Podcast. It's uh, you know it's. We've 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 had a hiatus, you know. We've been through some ups and downs recently, but I feel like the future's looking very bright, and the shackles have been removed on my <laughs> tongue, and we've all got a lot to look forward to here on the Blue Army podcast. And we're going to leave things on that note because there isn't really anything else left for us to say, apart from bye for now. Bye, bye for now. now. This is like such a... Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.